The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, welcome. This is Ken Roshan, and I am so excited, as I am every week at 5 o'clock, because I get to interview friends and leaders and uh, people that are shaping the world and making a positive impact. So today, we have Michael E. Schmidlin, who is a serial solo entrepreneur who has successfully run his multi-million dollar home-based business for over 23 years. He's an angel investor, a published collaborative author, Michael's currently working on finishing his own first book, The Underwear Entrepreneur. His book actually is designed to be a blueprint for other small business owners and would-be entrepreneurs and startups to beat the overwhelming odds to create a successful, thriving small business model. He is also currently publishing two new business-themed magazines. So he, we just talked about those magazines. So Michael is really a cool guy because if you're going to have a, a concept for a magazine, he actually has walked me through this entire process. So I called him up and I said, you know, me going to events and telling people I have a, a radio show is one thing, but to actually have a radio show that has a magazine that actually accompanies it really truly makes me or our company a media company. So he, he came up with the idea and he got the URL for Amplified Mag Amplified Radio Magazine. So that part right there has turned into uh, a multimedia approach to social media. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. You know, uh, the next guest we have coming in around uh, 525 or 530, Lizette LaForge, I had to invite her because we had uh, kind of a similar situation occur we, I met you, and we didn't really talk a whole lot of business. We really had more laughter at, uh, at business events, and it cultivated into, a, a, I think, a very nice friendship. And then the friendship turned into, hey, how could we work together? Because we enjoy the, the relationship, and it would be fun to be abundant together. So thank you very much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and I'm happy that uh, things have worked out the way they have. Yeah, so this, this show is... Uh, a little more informal because we've had so many conversations about the show. We're just going to have some fun with it. So I was going to let you uh, tell the story from your perspective of how this, how we met and how this evolved into where we are today. Well, I uh, met you. I'm not sure if I met you at the first secret knock that I went to or if it was the second or the third. It was the second. No, it wasn't the third. It was, it was the it second. second. Yep. Okay. So... Having attended uh, three consecutive secret knocks, uh, my primary motivation to go to any of those type of events is to meet people that I need to meet. And by that, I mean 
that uh, if you go to networking type events with a positive attitude, 99.9% of the time, you're going to come away with meaningful relationships. Uh, and, and from my perspective, I'm more interested in mutually beneficial long-term relationships with people than I am transactional relationships, as you and I have discussed before. And, and I, so, Go ahead. I was just going to say that first day we actually said, hey, what are you doing for dinner? And you said to me, I don't know. What are you doing for dinner? And I said, I don't know. What are you doing? It went back and forth for, I think, about 20 minutes. And we said, you know what? Let's just go and have dinner. And we did. And we never had to say me so sorry. We were actually always happy. <laughs> yes, we, we, were, uh, we, we were entertaining ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. So Secret so, Knock is actually uh, something that maybe our audience doesn't know a lot about. Greg Reed was on our show, I think, back in December. But uh, I, I think the most interesting slice of movers and shakers you could possibly ask for are at the Secret Knock. And so you almost cannot run into a person that you wouldn't enjoy meeting. It's just, a, I guess, the, the different pathway it'll take you in the conversation. And, and, I, and I agree wholeheartedly. I've met some phenomenal people at, at the three events that I've been to. And I'm looking forward to the 10th anniversary one this summer in July. Um, and uh, to, to, to go back and further uh, add, answer your question, you and I met and, uh, with a couple of other folks, uh, and we just kind of hit it off. And then, uh, ironically or not so ironically, we started running to each other at breakfast and, and a couple other places. And I would say that the first, first meeting certainly set the table for the, uh, the last time that we got together, uh, which I think was last August, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah, and I... Uh, I was just going to say that uh, what I think I got out of our meeting was that you're not too busy to create uh, abundance or a relationship or take time to just help someone out. And I think that really was very apparent very quickly. And so uh, that resonated with me. And I, I thought, you know, if this guy is this kind of guy, this is the kind of guy I want to help. Well, and I, and I certainly appreciate that. And uh, I, you know, if you're going to be in business, you might as well do business with people that you actually enjoy and you like. And from my perspective, that's one of the biggest advantages that I have as being an entrepreneur and a business owner is I get to choose who I do business with. Uh, I don't have to do business with people that I don't like and can't trust and don't, quite frankly, want to be around. So it's, it's truly a blessing to be able to uh, do business with people that you like and enjoy. Well, Secret Knock is by invite only, so for any of our listeners, whether you hear this show live or you hear it afterwards uh, through, the, uh, through I Apple iTunes or you even see the link on social media, if you are interested in learning more about Secret Knock, you can certainly reach out to Michael or myself and we can uh, have a conversation with you and, and see if this is something that would be a good fit for you because uh, Secret Knock, believe it or not, actually... Uh, I believe the the percentage rate of rejection, uh, not to be mean, but it's it's about forty percent. They just don't find that forty percent of the applicants going to Secret Knock are are going to add to the value of the let's call it the sixty percent that are, are that are paying to have that experience. And I think one of the other nice things too is the mix of legacy people, people that have been there before, and new people is generally about fifty fifty. Yeah, Greg did a great job with that, and he brings in. Uh, enough percent of people that are transforming the world that you almost cannot sit at a table without having your mouth drop open and say, 
you're kidding me. I'm sitting next to Frank Shankowitz, who started Make-A-Wish Foundation, or I'm at a loss for some of the names, but the the people that, uh, you know, and the person who invented the barcode on the back of the uh, credit line. card. Yes, thank you. And uh, the, how about the guy who, uh, who invented Pictionary? I forgot his name. But, oh, I can't remember. Okay, but it's just, it's it's the neatest, yeah. <laughs> it's the neatest slice, random slice almost, of Very people that... Very <laughs> group of folks. Yeah, and, and how about Brian? I uh, his last name I, also escapes me, but the guy who brought Smith. hugs, hugs. Yep. Smith. Yep. So he he's a, a cool chap, and all these people are, have the the best storytelling ability. So I think Greg, being a, a film director and a person who really likes to entertain, brings people that give you the gold nuggets, and you don't get tired. It's like a um, it's like an adrenaline rush of people that have are doing big things in the world that inspire you to do the same. Absolutely, and I think the amazing thing about it is a lot of the speakers are there in the audience for all three days of the event. They don't just right. come to speak and then leave. Yeah, most uh, events... Or, that you is know, the a lot case. of them are there for a day or a, a couple days, and, and sometimes, you know, you're literally sitting at the table, and the next day, you know, one of the people you were sitting with is up on the stage. So, I mean, these are certainly approachable people. It's a no-pitch zone. So it, it is, you know, pure content and, and information and the ability to... Uh, to meet a whole lot of people in a very short period of time and people that you would actually want to meet. I hadn't thought about that, but out of all the events I do, this is probably one of the very, very few events where the speakers not only are part of the audience that feel like they're the audience, but they don't want to leave the audience. They, they really do want to experience it just like everybody else. So that, that was a good that point. That makes it more enjoyable from my perspective. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> these events where it is a pitch fest or whatever, it's it, you can tell the the speakers looking at his watch. He's like, "What time am I going on? What time can I get yeah, out of here exactly. with my money?" <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you're doing some really super important things uh, directly for this radio show. Uh, you're helping me uh, take this media uh, dream of of a radio show that helps amplify good leadership, and you're um, memorializing it. And, and making it very uh, digestible in a magazine format uh, that's electronic. So tell me about your, your company and, and how anyone that has a great message could actually turn their vision into a, a very nice electronic pub. And then I know the last thing you want me to, to talk about is that it can be printed, but uh, we're going to just glaze over the fact that if you want to go to uh, events and show your magazine, that there are options through printing companies. So go ahead and just talk about your business. Well, uh I was very fortunate. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm my current partner at a networking event out in San Diego in 2008. And he, at the same event, he was a speaker. He met our now CTO. Uh, so I've known my partner, Larry, for about eight years. And uh, we've kept in touch. Uh, we, we hit it off. He was, he was one of the speakers, and I introduced myself to him, and we had some, some commonality. We were both from the East Coast, and uh, he went to Penn State, which is 30 miles away from where I grew up, and I have a number of family members who've gone to school there. And so we just became friends. And so I started uh, consulting with him back in the fall of 2013. And, that, and it was, you know, friend-on-friend friend friend consulting. It wasn't paid consulting. Uh, and I happened to see the potential of what they were doing, uh, and it was in the very early stages. Technology hadn't been completed yet. And then I became an investor in the company in 2014 and invested 
three more times during the course of 2014. Uh, so we have developed a digital publishing and digital ad platform. And by platform, I mean it's software that works in conjunction with each other that was developed with the primary design consideration being the user experience. And one of the things that we did was we established 318 different templates so that any content that's put into this platform is output so that it looks identical regardless of the viewing device from the smallest smartphone to a 27-inch big screen uh, LCD. So uh, the only significant difference between uh, tablets and, and uh, smartphones versus desktop is the number of pages on the uh, smaller mobile devices is usually about one and a half times how many pages that the magazine would be on the desktop. But other than that, they're identical. So uh, same content, same layout, uh, just different, different view, I guess, is the easiest way to describe it. I'd like to think, too, that we, uh, we have kind of an internal motto, uh, why rent the media when you can own it? And, and by that we mean that you can go out and provide content to other publications, the Forbes and Fortune and, and some of the other online uh, content providers, or with the recent release of version 2.0 of our software, you can actually have your own digital publication. And because it's digital and it's designed for digital, we get to take full advantage of all the inherent advantages that digital offers that print doesn't. Uh, audio, video, text, graphics, infographics, and live video. And our ad platform is very similar in that our ads are not static ads. They can be videos. They can be – we call, we call uh, a feature of our ad platform, which is called Ad Einstein, is called infinite pages because the ads can literally be 1,000 pages long if you wanted to try to kill any potential customers. But, you know, typically they can be multiple pages, and you can drill down as many layers. And uh, we've, we've made another, uh, a, a number of enhancements to the technology with the release of version 2.0. And I think one of, the thing, one of the differentiators, from my perspective anyway, based on all of the other uh, static uh, digital magazine uh, platforms out there, is we have the ability to consummate e-commerce transactions within our digital ads without leaving the publication. So you can place orders. Uh, you can arrange test drives for cars. I mean, there's, uh, it's virtually limitless the number of things that you can potentially do within the digital publication. And from my perspective, that's it's a pretty com compelling differentiator. Yeah, it, I mean, it really is exercising the umbrella uh, I'm sorry, the guerrilla marketing type of tactic for getting your media and your story and uh, creating uh, you as an expert in the field very inexpensively. It really is, and, it, and it's come a long way in a short period of time. And we, we're, we're, we've, we've, we're on, as I mentioned, version 2.0 of our software. We have over a million lines of custom code. Uh, we're a small self-funded and angel-funded startup that's about four years old, and we are uh, well-positioned to take advantage of the forecast that I just read about a week ago of the 20% growth that's forecast in digital magazines over the next five years, 20% a year. 
so there's significant opportunities, and, and our audacious uh, goal is to become the de facto digital publishing uh, platform out there, and, and we're making uh, strides to try to cement our authority position in the industry. Uh, and we'd like to think that we're different enough from everybody else, and we're continuing to make uh, improvements as we go and add additional features and benefits to help cement that position. So you have uh, Crushing It magazine and Virtual Company magazine. Perhaps uh, you could put samples of those on the Amplified Radio uh, Facebook page, and we'll also share that on the Umbrella Syndicate to get some, I guess, uh, social reach uh, and give some examples to our folks of what they could do if they were working with you. Absolutely, and I'm happy to share that, and we'll do so when we get done this afternoon. Great, and uh, we're going to have the uh, Amplified Radio Mag uh, uh, EPUB done in probably the next 30 days, so we'll follow up uh, with you, bring you on the show, just so we can kind of walk through the first magazine. How many, uh, how many editions have you done of Crushing It? I've done two of both, and, okay. and the reason for the delay in, in getting a third issue out is we didn't want to bring them out and then have to redo them when version two got finished. And that got done about the 27th of December. So we've got another issue of both in the pipeline right now. Uh, our, my, my personal goal as the publisher of both is to have it become a monthly magazine. And uh, all of our publications are ad subsidized. They're all free to subscribe to or free to read. So it's kind of uh, it, it's a double-edged sword. We've got to get readers, and, and in order to get advertisers, you have to have subscribers. So now you had told me, and I guess I'm not sure if I should even say this on the air, but you had told me the reason that there was only two editions is because you were reworking the first edition because you were waiting for my picture for the cover. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, the cover shot. <laughs> so, so to get a magazine like this going, what is uh, What's the approach? How, how does one go about knowing that they can well, do in it? Well, pa- in the past, uh, our business model was to have celebrity partners, and I'm, the, quite frankly, the only non-celebrity in the group. Uh, we have people like Kevin Harrington as one of our publishing partners, um, Lee Steinberg, a la Jerry Maguire, a um, number of other people whose names you would recognize, uh, thought leaders in business and self-improvement, self-development spaces, and uh, we have 21 in-house publications at this point. And midway through the year last year, we started talking to legacy print publishers who, in most cases, were had digital versions of their magazines, but they were what we refer to as page under glass or page flipper technology, or, or in essence, they were PDFs. So it wasn't a very compelling reader experience, and most of these publishers were giving these issues away, as well as the advertising in those issues, to their print advertisers. So it was kind of a bonus. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Are you looking to get noticed in today's business world? Listen for Chat with Chickles, what they couldn't teach you in business school. This is the show that will help you survive and thrive in business today. It's what you can do differently that will help you stand apart from everybody else in the field. Lisa Chickles and her guests can show you just how to gain that unique edge. Chat with Chickles can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we're back. That was uh, kind of exciting. We lost Michael for a second. He said he could hear me, so I was a rambling, and he did not get to finish the answer to his question. This is one of the reasons we like to have at least two or three guests on, so if they're dropping like flies because the questions are too hard, we still have a backup guest. We can just throw the questions at them and put them in the hot seat. So, Michael, you were saying when we were all on the edge of our seat how we could actually throw money at you and have a magazine. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and the good news is with, with – the release of our most current version, uh, at the very base level, it's actually free for people to use. Uh, I think I, I mentioned that our publications are ad-subsidized, so uh, we place ads in, in any digital publication that you are going to, um, to, use, uh, to make using our technology, and uh, we have a couple of paid versions as well where you get a higher percentage of the ad revenue from those publications. So. All right, we're getting a little bit of an echo just to be make you aware, Michael. So I, I wanted to ask you, uh, since you've been an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, for quite some time, tell, tell uh, our audience about maybe a, an example of a difficult time as an entrepreneur or a leader that you had to overcome or your dream was possibly going to be affected or even destroyed. Well, I, I have found myself to be in a 10-year reinvention cycle for the last 30 years. And, and by that, I mean about every 10 years, I change direction, uh, both my focus and, in some cases, uh, change companies. Uh, I've had my current company for 23 years. But it, at this point, I'm spending more time and more energy on digital publishing than I am on the, my home-based technology business that has uh, created a, a pretty nice lifestyle for me, but I kind of, to be honest with you, got tired of it, and uh, so started looking for what was going to be the next big thing for me a number of years ago, roughly 2009. So the last couple of years have been uh, pretty trying from a personal and professional uh, basis, uh, but it, it's, 
I, I've learned over the course of many, many years that uh, this is a, uh, a journey, not a destination, and uh, you're going to have good times and bad times, and I've had both, um, many of both, actually. But uh, ultimately, it's, it's from my perspective, I am unemployable. Uh, I can't imagine working for anybody else, and, and I enjoy calling the shots, quite frankly. Good times and bad. Well, the reason I brought Lizette into this particular program is uh, th- there were about three different uh, common threads to this show. One is they both, uh, both of you were unexpected, really amazing relationships that turn into uh, very serious strategic partnerships and, and really even beyond that. I mean, a strategic partner is one thing. Having uh, the true essence of a partner is someone that's got your back, someone that uh, is feeding your dreams and really... Uh, encouraging you, holding you accountable. So uh, I'm going to let Lizette uh, share the story of how we we met. But Lizette is like the JV queen. She is the consummate connector, but she connects people that are actually going to have abundance occur because of her connection. And she does it out of the goodness of her heart a lot of times and uh, almost to a fault. And so that really has put all three of us in the same position. We have to be really cognizant of the fact that when you – do business with a good heart. Sometimes either one, you're taken advantage of, or two, your value is not really understood, appreciated, or it's taken advantage of. So I think all three of us have that common uh, heart string that we want to help people make a difference. And we're all hungry. We're all uh, have a desire to make a, a positive impact in the world. So my exciting part about this, Lizette and Michael, is that I'm actually putting you together on the air and after this show, when you get to know each other, I think there's going to be a lot of business and a lot of abundance that's created. So, Lizette, you want to share the story from your perspective? Uh, this has been a long, evolved uh, relationship that has really uh, it needed to have those seeds planted way back a couple years ago, or we wouldn't be where we are today. So, take it away, Lizette. Absolutely. Nice to meet you, Mike. Thanks so much, Ken. Uh, just in brief, I'd like to mention you know, how Ken and I got to know each other. I am a promoter. I am somebody who helps connect the pieces and the dots to make sure somebody is getting uh, what they need. And I use a couple of examples to understand that. Uh, One is everybody to me is like a diamond, and I look at their facets. And uh, I was told about Ken, and I was putting together an event for somebody. It was going to be a fairly large event in Atlanta, and it was pretty exciting, and we were all just thrilled and and working heaven and earth. We finally got Ken to say yes, and we made it, and he got there, and I had 60 speakers and 85 people in the audience in total. Was it that many in the audience? I thought the audience was the speakers, but okay. (laughs) Well, it was devastating. It was devastating. Due to different circumstances that were kind of beyond our control, uh, we ended up having a real problem, but... I still got to see Ken in action. You were amazing, Ken. The way that you just made that event go viral, despite the fact that there weren't a lot of actual live bodies in the audience, the content was fantastic. The speakers were outstanding. And because of that, you were able to take and maximize your exposure into the industry. So I had actually accomplished my goal for the for all of the people in the room that were the speakers by at least getting them to connect to each other. So you tell your audience from there what happened. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have known Bill Walsh, and Bill Walsh was, uh, I mean, I'm going to support Bill Walsh this Thursday in Miami. He's flying me in. I'm, I'm helping him at an event that has 5,000 people, and uh, I believe he has eight photographers that he's actually putting underneath my supervision to help really capture an entire event, not just with 
me and a, an assistant, but really actually taking over the event from a, a, a social media photography experience and then having it go crazy, crazy viral. But you are right. The, uh, the more important part was that there were 65 speakers and the speakers yeah. are why it goes viral because they all have tribes. And some of these speakers, I mean, just gigantic uh, list and gigantic uh, social media presence. And they're, they, when you listen to each one of them, you're kind of pinching yourself and saying, okay, so I'm in a room right here where almost no one showed up. And this speaker is obviously worth like you know, $10,000 to $30,000 to have as a, a keynote or whatever. So it, really amazing quality speakers. And just latching on to only one of them. Uh, like Bill was enough to make that trip not only worthwhile, but it changed my life. And then and also, uh, you got into the uh, marketers' cruise because of that too. So that yeah. opened up another whole great no big pot of people. Yeah, Captain and Lou. And I think you were introduced to David Perdue from Nams at that event as well. You are right. Uh, and you know, if I went back to the pictures, I probably would learn that it were probably ten people that. Uh, eventually became relationships or uh, soon after the marketers cruise. And that's the thing about this, uh, this conversation Michael and I were having earlier is that when you go to an event like a secret knock and you meet like-minded people, it's not so much about how do you create a transaction right there. It's just, you just met and it's a first frequency hit. There's an awareness and there's an essence of, is this person uh, got a good vibe? Do they have uh, a sense to them that they want to build a relationship and that first frequency, of course, is needed no matter what day or year you uh, you start the progression of frequency. So at this That's point, exactly right. like, so so you have actually, if I hadn't gone to that event in Atlanta, I, I, it's possible that my company would be 30% of what it is now. I mean, there were so many things that came out of that that have rippled. And it's, it, it, it's a tipping point. Empire. That was from authors, speakers, coaches, and consultants, and you just rocked it. Um, that definitely came from getting you introduced there and then further at the marketers' careers to Dave and now uh, Dustin. So exactly. I can think of at least three to five places that you were able to get into, but more importantly that I started to see and understand at a clearer level what you were capable of. Because remember, for me to do my job effectively, I have to understand all of your beautiful facets. Like you're a beautiful diamond and I'm looking at your facets. Everybody. And when I, when I look at those facets, I go, hmm, what does this person need to polish up this one? That's sometimes when I bring a JV in that, uh, you know, like, for instance, the magazine would be an example. You might have somebody like you that has an awesome thing going on the radio, really is out there virally, but needs a magazine additionally. So that would be bringing a joint venture into somebody who's already well-established. And a magazine is classic for that. It, it gives credibility. It showcases them in a fantastic way. But it has to be the benefit to everybody. And just like I, I use an example of a bee, everybody's a, I'm, a, I'm a bee and everybody's a flower. Well, what does a bee do? It's highly synergistic. It's truly giving. And it's out there doing its thing. It brings back to the colony what it needs to to make them healthy and survive. And yet it brings life to those flowers. If you don't have bees, we don't eat. Yeah, exactly. And you were a bee on the cruise ship, if I recall. I was. <laughs> I, I mean, literally, literally, you dressed up as a bee for the uh, what was it called? The uh, the uh, superheroes and villains. Oh, 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 
So Lizette, you were saying uh, that when you're going to make these connections, you're actually looking to really study where someone is and how you can actually create that connection for them so there's abundance. So continue. Yeah, so let me explain a little bit about that. I'll give you three quick illustrations so you can kind of understand. We've already overviewed one of them slightly. Um, I think of people as beautiful diamonds. I look at all their facets. They might, especially in our industries, they have a lot of talents. So you want to understand what are good connections for them or when could they be a solution to somebody else, like putting a puzzle piece into somebody else's puzzle and now it's complete. So that's the first thing. Second thing is just like in a synergistic way, the bee is out there pollinating, it's to the benefit. If you have a papaya, you need another papaya to pollinate and make something happen. Pineapple doesn't, even though a pineapple is growing in the same environment, it's a tropical environment, it will not pollinate and be successful. But the pineapple may have friends with a papaya. So you want to get to know that greater sphere of influence. The, the, in the old days, we called that the Rolodex. You want to know that Rolodex so that we can understand how we can make those connections and give, get deep into that. Okay? And then look at them strategically. And I use the map of the United States as a really good analogy because uh, sometimes people will come to me, they're like, oh, you're a JV broker. This is great. I'm all excited. Wonderful. I got this. And they, you know, excuse me, but they vomit all over you with their idea. And you're like, oh, my God, this is no, they're still paddling in the Pacific. They don't even know which way is land because they're at such an infancy stage. And that's okay. I can still help them, but I can't. JV anything necessarily for them yet for their product. I have to help them find somebody that can get it to fruition or amplify the message. Maybe in your case, that would be I bring in you or some of these other brains that I work with. Because if I'm trying to get them, for instance, using the map of the United States as an illustration, let's say Florida was the it, that's the nirvana of life, and they're still paddling in the Pacific, I got a long way to go. So my question becomes, where are they? How are they going to get there, and what kind of budget do they have to get there? Do they want to walk, or do they, do they have rocket ship money? And so sometimes I'll work with Bill, and Bill Walsh is an example. He's rocket ship money, but he'll get you places faster. You can walk, or you can take the rocket ship. One's going to get you a lot faster, a lot quicker to where you want to be. So I have to look at people very strategically, and I understand that. And that's where I feel both uh, Mike from the magazine here and you, the Umbrella Syndicate, really can help capitalize your people because you are technology tools and understanding and technology that will allow somebody to take what they're doing and blossom it out, really push it out there. They have to understand their purpose and then just go after it. Papaya to papaya makes babies. You guys can have that happen. You can make that happen for your clients. And that's, that's what I really like to see. Yeah, you actually could help us bring some of your... Uh, clients to the radio show so that if there's a, an affiliate code that you've been uh, given that we can actually do the job of spreading the word about it and then we give people an affiliate link so they actually go through your channel. Is that correct? Absolutely because see everybody's at a different process in life. You know we you and I do a lot in that online world and there are millions of people that would absolutely love to learn how to make money online but they don't know where they're at. They, they are the doggy paddling out there in the Pacific wondering, gee, when to which way is, you know, California? How do I get there? So when you find somebody like that and you find somebody like you that is out there connecting to many, many people, you can give a lot of guidance and it's, it's a, a beautiful thing because you're really helping, just like that bee illustration. You're pollinating for them in something that they really understand and need and, and they're groping for, they don't know what, but they, they're out there just waiting. They're open to receive and that's why they're listening to your show. Once they understand, hey, that might be something I could do. I had no idea that you could make money doing this, that, or the other thing. There's a million ways to make money online. 
There's so many niches within niches. Today, I'm sitting here setting up for Icon, which is, for those speakers that know that out there, that's the Infusionsoft, which is a, a back-end way to track and manage online selling. Um, it's going to be huge. It's right here in Phoenix today and starts tomorrow. And that's an example. I mean, if somebody understands how to take their knowledge, their bank of knowledge, and put it out there, they could now residually grow an income just based on how smart they were, what they understand, and how to help other people get to that knowledge so that they can use it in their lives to benefit themselves. Because that's what most of these people are here for. They want to benefit others. They happen to make a lot of money doing so, but their goal is to benefit people. Well, we're going to make sure that your uh, information, uh, contact information is also in the social media. But let's take a quick second, Lizette LeForge, to talk about uh, how people can contact you if they have an opportunity they want to share with you. And before you share that, I just want to say that uh, Lizette is really almost a gun for hire for locating opportunities. So she's going to uh, the, the event icon and she's gone, she gets invited to all the big events across the United States to represent companies that are asking her to go out into the uh, into the audience and also into the vendors and speakers and have a conversation with them to actually vet them for future uh, opportunity conversations. So Lizette, how, how can people reach you? Well, they can reach me at my website, which is Liz, L-I-Z, at yourjvmatchmaker.com. That would be an easy way to connect with me, or you can catch me on Skype at Lizette, L-I-Z-E-T-T-E, dot LaForge, L-A-F-O-R-G-E. Those are two great ways to reach me. Okay, and we're going to go ahead and put your uh, business-like page on the Amplified as well as the, uh, the Umbrella Syndicate page by tomorrow. And, Michael, how can people reach you? Uh, social media, uh, Skype, michael.e.schmidlin, uh, Facebook, a number of uh, Facebook pages, but I have a personal page and two magazine pages, a brand page, and kind of a self-improvement, self-development page. What's the magazine um, page? magazine page is um, Crushing It Mag. Crushing It Magazine and uh, Virtual Company Magazine are the two Facebook pages. Okay. And, Lizette, I'd asked a question to Michael earlier about a time that he felt challenged. And since we are all uh, still working hard to create massive abundance in the world, uh, tell, tell our audience uh, what you have had to overcome or go through. You shared some stories with me, and you go, feel free to share whatever you'd like. Uh, but what has been something that's kind of pushed you back that you had to overcome and, and got past it? Well, just like Michael, I had a, quite a few things over my lifetime. Um, I, I have two businesses, and in another business, I uh, found that I was working for other companies, and the economy, as we all know, in 2008, simply didn't uh, do very well for anybody, at least most people. And I realized um, when the second company that I was working for went out of business, I said, uh, you know, when they fall down, how come I skin my knees? How come I'm the one with the blood on my knees? So after learning that lesson enough, I said, you know what, this far or no further, I'm going to have my own company. If I fall down, it's my own sin, me. That's my fault. Whether it's an economic issue or whether it's something I'm simply not doing right, I've made the choice, I've stepped up to the plate, and I've taken action, and I will reap or not reap the consequence depending on the actions. So um, that's, that's a challenge sometimes, to be able to pick yourself back up when you're in a really rotten, terrible place because of economies and just other things happening. And I've had to do that a couple times in my lifetime. So 
if that's inspiring to people, that'd be great. (laughs) A lot of people, I help a lot of people that are going through challenges. Um, I can give you a quick story on that if you'd like. Please. Your audience. Yeah, I had a a woman one time. She did something very nice to me, and and we had a few minutes together, and we didn't have more than 20 minutes, really. So I said to her, well, you know, as a joint venture facilitator, what can I do to help you in these few minutes? Because if you try to tell me all about what you do, I don't have enough time to examine your diamond in full. But let's start with the relationship. And since we only have 15, 20 minutes, let's do this. Tell me where your problems are. Tell me your most difficult struggles, just like you kind of just did, except I want to know what your current most difficult struggle is. And she explained she was in the online world and she had three products. And one of them was a $27, the other one was a $37 and a $47, and they were all in the weight loss industry. And she had a large online email marketing list that she sold a lot of products to. But she'd kind of come to the point where they really weren't buying any more her product and they weren't actually taking the advice. They weren't getting on whatever program she had told them to do to get skinny and, and get their health back. So she said to me, I just don't know what to do. And I'm a successful online marketer. I've made many, many, many dollars doing this, but I'm really kind of stuck. What should I do? And she was from New Zealand, and uh, most of her list was from the United States. She had this cute little accent, and I said to her, let me ask you something. I said, have you ever heard of a horse race in the United States called the Kentucky Derby? She said, yes. And I said, okay, you know what I'm talking about, the horse race that people go roundy roundy and they win a lot of money at the end? She goes, of course, I know what the horse race is. I'm not from New Zealand. I'm not stupid. She said, I'm like, okay, great, you know. I said, okay, here, I want you to imagine this for just a moment. You're at the gate. You're the actual jockey slated to win. Everybody's lined up and the bell is just about to ring. <gasps> and five minutes before the race starts, your draw- horse drops dead right there on the ground. And you're sitting there atop this horse. And she's looking at me horrified. And she's like, Okay. And I said, so you, in your infinite wisdom, take out your riding crop and you start beating the thing. And literally, I used my whole body to beat down on this fake horse underneath me. And she's looking at me like I'm a lunatic. And I said, after a couple of beatings, I said, so, does that make you win the race? She goes, well, of course not. I'm beating a dead horse. And I said, oh, so beating up your email marketing list to get them to do something they don't want to do because they're cheap, that's going to help? They're dead. They're not doing it anymore. Change your tactic. So sometimes we all have to kind of hear that. If we're doing something that needs to change, maybe it's a change of life. Like Mike was saying, 10 years, 10 years cycle. That's okay. You can't stay on the horse if you want to run the race. If you're really that awesome jockey, get off the horse and get another one. You got four more minutes. So, Lizette, what are some of the, uh, the, your favorite events that you do go to that you meet uh, these kind of quality people? So, Speaking Empire has a lot of wonderful events. We just spent that time together this weekend. Um, that's a couple of times a year, three times a year. I'm here at Icon. Um, traffic and conversion is excellent. And then upcoming next month is Novice to Advanced Marketing Systems. It's called NAMS, and that's in the Atlanta area. And Marketing Mayhem is coming up in Orlando in about three weeks. So there's a lot of different events. And then lastly, um, where you and I spent quite a bit of time this year was the Marketers Cruise. That's a once-a-year annual event that's coming at the end of January. Where that's a sellout. That's a sellout marketers. event. Yeah. yeah that's, so you talk, talk about that because that's a very valuable thing for those people who really want to get out there and talk about their message and really get to the world. That's a great place to meet. Well, we're going to backpedal a little bit because I shared this concept of BigEventsUSA.com, which please do not go to that domain. The, the site's not live yet, but we are working on it. But Michael, you and I are, are creating 
um, a place where you can go to get this information for the big events. Uh, Michael is going to back this up with a, a magazine. I'm going to be the person that actually facilitates most of the amplified aspects of it. And uh, I think, Lizette, you're going to handle a lot of the JV affiliate opportunities that so many of these big events say, here's an affiliate link. Go ahead and uh, throw that on your site because they're only too happy to see more butts and seats, uh, more ticket Absolutely. sales. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, re- and really, that is the loss in social media dash long-term relationships. If I was to meet Michael or you the first time and say, okay, so how much money are we going to make uh, next week? That would not only be offensive, it would it'd be un- unrealistic that uh, the psychology or the, uh, the rapport would have been built so quickly that we'd say, yeah, I can tell you exactly how much we're going to make because we just trust each other immensely already. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy the fact that uh, the affiliate link is proof in the pudding that you actually bring the dollars to the people that want to have a transactional relationship, which is going to put money in the bank. And then people like... Uh, the three of us, we create the strategy for having not only long-term uh, business relationships, but that they tip. They only get better. So we could make a whole $5 the first year we know each other, but we, that could actually go to tens of thousands of dollars the next year because we're actually putting pieces together, which could go to six figures or higher as, as it keeps the trust keeps building and the dots keep connecting. And also the coaching. Uh, you, you've taught me a lot, Lizette, about really selling to the wrong audience. When I was at Speaking Empire... Uh, and marketing crews, that was that was my peer group, and that and I have to be at that level for people to actually say, okay, this you know day rate that you have or or this campaign cost is actually palatable because you're talking about actually adding a, a very significant amount of abundance to my bottom line. So uh, that was a really good lesson there. So big events they have USA. They understand that exactly. They have to understand that long term. The other thing is you don't want to jump right in. Uh, a relationship takes time to develop. You know, you don't see a girl say, hi, nice to meet you, let's, you know, let's get married tomorrow. No, 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 no. You take the time to find out, is this the one that's going to make a long-lasting, good quality relationship that's going to blossom into years and years of continual work together? And that's really kind of, you know, how our relationship started. It started out slow, and I would never have predicted we'd be today where we were, say, two years ago when I was trying to get you to that initial event. But my goodness, what an amazing ride it's been. Well, I call it the marathon mentality. You're not, you're not looking to meet someone and, as uh, Michael's Magazine says, crush it in the first day or two or hour or even minute because I actually do not spend any time, for the most part, sharing what I do to the extent that I'm actually thinking there's a lead that's going to come out of it. I, I focus more on what is this person about, why they do what they do, and, and how can I help them tomorrow uh, with something they're going to say now, and that way, at least something has been contributed and something made a difference. Uh, I, I wanted to actually segue back to Michael about the Underwear Entrepreneur book. I know that you had officially wanted to say on the air that uh, Perfect Publishing was going to be your your publisher, of course, for uh, the release of your premier uh, book that will soon be a, a movie. But uh, t- tell people what this <laughs> tell people what this book is about and why you're writing it. Well, uh, the, the the idea, I'm embarrassed to say, behind writing the book came about as a result of a mastermind group I was in with John Osseroff back when he had one coach. And I've started and stopped, and I, I hired a ghostwriter and wasn't happy with the results that I got, mainly because I didn't have realistic expectations about what the experience was going to be like. So I didn't 
uh, to make a long story short, it kind of soured me on the the idea of writing a book. And I've subsequently co-authored chapters in three different books. The third one's just getting ready to come out. It's a uh, a book with Greg Reed. And um, I will eventually get mine done. But I, to be honest with you, have... I have a digital. I have two digital magazines, so that I can make an ongoing impact, as opposed to publishing a static book, which it, it will be outdated by the time it gets printed. Quite frankly, and um, it, it will get done eventually, but it's it's certainly become less of a priority as as things have changed and and, and digital has moved to the forefront, not only from a book perspective, but magazines and virtually every type of printed collateral from trade journals to uh, textbooks to printed books to uh, flyers. I mean, virtually everything is, is moving towards the digital realm. Well, I think it's a compelling title. I, I, I can almost imagine the cover with you on it. Uh, actually, I have the cover done. Yeah, the cover's um, done? I've had, oh, yeah, it has been for years. Well, I mean, if it's not too inappropriate, uh, we can share that on social media. I don't want my account being. Oh no, it's not. It's not inappropriate, not at all. Okay. It's kind of tongue. It's kind of tongue in cheek, and it's kind of true. I mean, I've worked from home for 23 years, so okay. prior to Skype, I rarely had any company, and a lot of times, like today, I'm sitting here in a t-shirt and shorts. It's uh, it's 80 degrees outside, so uh, <laughs> I'm I'm all dressed up for me. Gotcha. So what, what are some of the books and mentors that uh, have helped you get where you are? Me? Yes. You, Michael. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, obviously, everybody's staple, Think and Grow Rich, uh, which, to be honest with you, I didn't read until a couple of years ago. Um, I, and I don't have any explanation. I guess I'd never heard of it prior to when The Secret came out, quite frankly. Uh, I guess I wasn't running in the, in the right circles at that point. But uh, The Secret was, was certainly had an impact on me. And, and from my perspective, a lot of it was common sense, which I think we can all agree is unfortunately not too common in a lot of cases. Uh, but, you know, there were obviously missing pieces in, in, the, in the concept of The Secret. But it's, you know, legacy information that goes back a thousand years. I have lots of different people who I consider mentors but I don't idolize anybody. Uh, I, I think that, from my perspective, that we have a tendency to put people up on a pedestal and then spend the rest of our time trying to knock them off of it. And we're all fallible. Uh, none of us are infallible. And, you know, I, I try to gain knowledge from everybody that I meet. And I don't think that, you know, I, I have found over the course of my life, and I would like to thank my parents for teaching me that, uh, you know, to treat people with respect regardless whether they're a janitor or the CEO of a company. And I've learned things from people uh, that are janitors, quite frankly. Um, so, I mean, you can learn in any situation from anybody if your mind is open and, and you're willing to, you know, ask questions. Well, I think Greg Reed illustrates that on stage rather nicely with a couple of stories and one of a, of a janitor. But I wanted to go back to a, a point that Lizette had made about the marketers' cruise, about why you'd want to be on that ship. For, eight, for seven or eight days, you get to be with peers and learn and really be, quote-unquote, trapped with genius. And, and 
uh, with the void of being connected socially and and uh, and having no cell phone, you actually go old school and you develop relationships and you get a directory and people refer to the directory to like, like it's uh, an antiquated Facebook to find out who's who and how, what kind of conversations. Well, Lizette is not only the queen of JV or in the, the ship, people say, hey, I need you to find me these people. And Lizette just goes to work and she finds these people. But uh, Lizette, I was, I'm meeting a, a company tonight in uh, Elkridge, Maryland that is a pizza company. And they want to do a trade deal with me, and I all I could think of was pizza and profits. And I was thinking, oh, absolutely! <laughs> would that would that be funny uh, to give marketers cruise n- not only the 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 virtual sponsorship, but also to get people so excited about the pizza and profits, uh, I guess, conversation and and format that it would cause people to say, I got to go on this marketer's cruise. So I'm actually going to talk to this pizza place about what it would be like to invite only. Uh, your top 1% type of people that want to have conversations that really shape a community or really have some serious abundance aspects to them. And the idea, Michael, is you actually finish your day and have dinner at and finish your dinner at like 9 o'clock and you go back to your room and you either kind of chill for two or three hours and you go up at midnight and you start with pizza and profits or you immediately go up there and just go to the the early bird people. But some of these people that go to Pizza and Profits, no kidding, they are from midnight to 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or even possibly 6 a.m. talking about JVing. And, you know, uh, when I first met Lizette, I, I have to say that the terminology JV, uh, I didn't get it. And, it, and for some reason, I, I guess uh, it had a negative aspect to me. I just thought it was like just too money grubbing. But the more I've learned about what JV is, it's really being strategic. It's being accountable. And it's having an agreement with integrity that there's compensation. And it's actually the most beautiful way to create a business a partnership. And, and I have a quote about being a, uh, the perfect partner. Uh, to be a partner is to compete with the other partner and have an agreement that you're competing in an unconditional way to give. So I think JV really has that uh, that possibility. So we're going to get pretty close to the end of the show in about a minute or two. And I just wanted to thank uh, Voice America, first of all. And I wanted to thank Secret Knock for um, helping me meet Michael. I want to thank Captain Lou Edwards of Marketers Cruise and uh, Mark Harris for putting Lizette and I together in Atlanta some two and a half years ago. So, Lizette, why don't you share real quickly again how people can reach you, and then Michael will go to you with uh, your contact information. Sure. You can reach me at Liz, L-I-Z, at yourjvmatchmaker.com or Skype, Lizette, L-I-Z-E-T-T-E, dot LaForge, L-A-F-O-R-G-E, and that's on Skype. Look forward to speaking with you. Okay, Michael? Uh, Michael.e.schmidlin on Skype, uh, Michael Schmidlin on Facebook, at M. Schmidlin on Twitter, and on LinkedIn, Michael. Or Michael E. Schmidlin as well. You seem to have this Schmidlin thing as kind of a, an overlying theme. Yeah, funny I, how I that is. That. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty small gene pool. So. <laughs> well, I also wanted to thank Swagdog for uh, creating the apparel for us. We have CEO Space uh, next week, and I'll be speaking in on the big stage, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. I like to uh, ask some quotes of inspiration. I, that We might actually uh, add these quotes to that magazine, Michael. So tell me a, a quote or two that you live by, and then Lizette will go to you afterwards. The 
the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot is one of my favorite quotes. And uh, I guess the second one is we are all living the life that we choose. And I may have paraphrased both of those, quite frankly, but that's the general gist of them. That was very nicely paraphrased, by the way, Michael. And Lizette, do you have any quote that you'd like to share? I have one quote. It's one of my favorites. It tripled my business when I heard it and changed a few couple t- minor tweaks. It's five words. You ready for this one? Stop <laughs> I, I almost want to I almost wait until the next people. show. <laughs> Go for it, Lizette. Stop selling to broke people. Stop do it. selling to broke people. Yeah, and that's right. kind of a that's a trap we get into in the beginning of our business because we don't think we're worthy and we want to play safe and we're afraid of uh, the success or the the big guys no, just eating us up. Don't need to be there for everybody. You just need to be there for the ones that match up to what you're doing at that particular time. Show exactly. the value to who you are. All right. Well, this has uh, been a, a kind of a cool. Uh, spontaneous way of getting you guys together and I'm excited how the three of us are going to become musketeers and uh, you're going to help with the JV look uh, aspects of the events Michael we're going to get you out these events and we're going to show people how the power of the magazine and the media and thank you so much Michael for helping uh, my vision my dream of Big Events USA uh, coming to fruition I, I can't wait for April or May when we're able to launch the magazine and the website and people are going to have their lives changed because of the two of you causing Big Events USA to be the place you go to find out where you want to go and spend your time and, uh, and make yourself actually accountable for being really as big as you possibly can be. So, Michael. Thanks, Ken. Michael, Thank you very much, Ken. I appreciate it. You, you're awesome. Lizette, I cannot wait for uh, the next event that we're going to take over. I mean, we, we are actually coming together as a trio. So you guys get together after this phone call and have a phenomenal conversation, and we're going to have both of you back when uh, we launch the website and the magazine. So everyone have a great day. Michael, Crush It magazine has been amplified. Lizette, you bumblebee, you have been amplified. Have a great Woo-hoo. day. Thanks, Ken. Bye. Thanks. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard. Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.